Well, Happy New Year, everybody. I cannot believe we made it through the holidays, but that means it's time for New Year's resolutions and all of that lame stuff that we never follow through with. So uh, I wasn't going to do a New Year's resolution podcast, but I changed my mind because I had an experience that I wanted to share with you guys. I, like all of you, set up New Year's resolutions, right? So mine is something that I've struggled with literally forever, and I chatted about it a little bit on my Instagram and in some of our private Facebook groups, which if you want to join our community, we have a great point of entry. This is for anybody. It's called, it's on Facebook, it's called Diet Free Weight Loss with Nutrishmish. You can join that group, request to join, and it's a really great community of people who are just trying to lose weight and eat healthier and make this all really work into their lifestyle. So if that's that's something that sounds exciting to you definitely check that out and if you're not following us on our social media platforms like oh, what are you doing um we have some really great content there so follow us at nutrishmish n-u-t-r-i-s-h-m-i-s-h so let's chat about new year's resolutions so here here's what happened to me so i like all of you created this you know a couple new year's resolutions one of them is something i struggle with forever which is exercising in the morning I am not a morning person. You can ask my fiance and my dog. They will both wholeheartedly vouch for that. It's not my, not my best time. Not, not really when I shine. Um, but I love the way I feel when I exercise in the morning. I always want to be that person that like is at the gym at 6 a.m. And it's just, it's just not something that comes naturally to me, but I really want to be that person, right? Um, I feel more energy when I do it. it it's, it's really the only consistent time in my day these days where I know I can kind of get it in. So I knew I had to find a way to make it happen. So, you know, January 1st rolls around and that should be the day where like, you know, you're most motivated and I didn't go. And then January 2nd rolled around and I had an excuse in my head for not going as well. And then January 3rd, January 4th, and it took until today, if you're watching, if you're listening to this today live, uh, January 6th was the first day that I actually went. Now here's the difference, right? I decided to instead of being like well I suck at exercise I'm just not a morning exercise person let me try again in 2021 I just suck at this I decided to instead look at it from more of an inquisitive point of view and say okay but why why am I not doing this like what's wrong with what's wrong with my thought process what's wrong with I'm thinking about this why does this feel so negative to me because if you're not doing something that you feel like you should be doing it's always for one of three reasons and write these down Reason number one is that you don't truly, truly understand the value behind it. So, you know, for example, I always use the example, we always tell our clients, as most nutritionists do, drink more water, right? Now, everyone knows that, but if you knew that if you drank more water, it cuts your cravings for carbohydrates more, because if you think about the word carbohydrate, the word hydrates and that, carbs are very water heavy. So you crave carbs less when you're dehydrated, and you actually burn more fat. So now you're like, well, okay, you're telling me you have something that can help you burn more fat and also cut your carbon sweet cravings if, if that were in pill form i don't i don't know how much somebody would pay for such a supplement so um comes out of your faucet it's much easier than that so now that you know the benefits of water you're more likely to do it so the first reason that you might not be doing something is you really don't truly understand the value or why you're doing it the second one which is probably the easiest one to fix is that you understand the value you're just kind of forgetting um so an example of this would be like you're like oh my gosh i know i should drink my water but by the end of the day i'm like oh my god i keep forgetting my water so i can keep a bottle by my desk i can you know um make sure that i have you know like plenty with me at work where i am whatever the situation may be so that's an easy one so you just don't have the action item in place but the third one is the reason why most new year's resolutions fail and most goals fail in general is that it just doesn't make you feel good so that's what i noticed when i was going to exercise you know 6 a.m me would wake up 3 p.m me was all about it 3 p.m me is like yes be that 6 a.m 
exercise person, but 6 a.m. me was like, you yeah, know, not so much. So 6 a.m. me was like, I have a whole day ahead of me. I have all the shit to do. This is like my one like little hour of peace in the morning. And I don't want to like fill that up with stuff. I don't want to, I don't want to do another chore. So that's the first thing that resonated with me was that, oh my gosh, I'm looking at this like a chore. I'm looking at it as something that it's like another thing I have to do. So of course I wouldn't want to do it. So then I was like, all right, well, why, why do I want to exercise in the first place? Because in the morning, because it's, it's, I know I can get it in. It makes me feel good. I feel bad when I don't do it. And also I'm getting married in a few months. So there's some motivation to, to get my ass to the gym. Um, but then the third the third thing that I, I noticed also was, you know, I have I'm so much more productive. I have so much more energy when I exercise in the morning. What else gives me a lot of energy? Well, coffee does. Now, I would move hell in high water to get my coffee in the morning. You will never hear me say I was too busy. You will never hear me say anything because I look at it as such an such a, a positive. And now I'm like, well, what if I applied that same feeling to exercise? That'll be like my coffee in the morning. That'll be like my competitive edge. So now instead of waking up being like, oh my God, it's another thing I have to freaking do. Now I'm looking at it like, okay, I, I'm, this is going to be the thing that I do. It's going to give me more energy. It's going to make me bulletproof throughout the day. It's going to, um, you know, it's going to be something that I'm actually going to really like feel energized and empowered by. So it, that kind of shifted my, my thoughts a little bit. The other thing though, and I, I, I realized this on the fifth and that wasn't enough though. So then I was like, all right, well, what else, what else can I do to kind of make this enjoyable? Because even though I, now I'm thinking about it differently, like, let's be real, the treadmill's freaking boring. Like you can only jazz that up so much. So I was like, how do I really make this stick? How can I really um, correlate this to something that I, I, I would feel good about? I'd feel positive about, I really want to do. So if any of you guys know me, I'm a Bravo fanatic. I know housewives of everybody. My goal in life, if I had, if I, if you ask me what my number one goal is in life, I want to be a Bravo celebrity. I want to be a housewife. I'd be so good at it. <laughs> um, don't judge me. I know it's weird. I just, I just have this, I just love them. So, um, but that being said, my fiance obviously is not such a fan. Although I feel like he should be like, there's some guys that really love Bravo. I wanted to be one of those guys, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> so what I was like, I was like, all right, let me maybe watch one of my Bravo shows while I'm on the treadmill or let me, there was a, a really great training, um, by, uh, by Dee Degrassi I wanted to really listen to. So I was like, but it was two hours. So I was like, oh, well, I don't have two hours of my day to, to listen to this training, but I really want to listen to it. So I was going to listen to it, you know, piece by piece on my commute for probably, you know, a week before I finished it. But then I was like, let me listen to it in the morning when I'm exercising. So now I have something that I'm doing that I actually really want to do. It's, it's exciting. I want to like get up and I want to listen to the training. I want to watch the show. I want to see what happened, you know, on that episode the night before. And now I also have a positive feeling about it. It's not a chore. It's what's empowering me. So I shifted the way I thought about it. I shifted my mindset about it. And today I got up no problem and did it. Now I've done this a time or two and, you know, I create habits for people. So I'm, I know that I can't expect that now I'm just a morning exerciser, right? It takes repetition. But now I have a little bit more, I have more clues as to what my process is. I have more clues as to what's going to work for me. And the problem is, is when we're creating all these resolutions, the first time that we fail, the first time that we don't do it right, the first time that we, you know, don't live up to whatever expectations we've set for ourselves, we look at that as complete failure, which is so silly because in reality, what's happening is you're doing something for the very first time. This is something new that you're doing. I can't think of a single damn thing that I've ever done the first time and did it perfectly. Not, not one. But for some reason, that's how we kind of approach these resolutions, right? But when I'm trying to figure out how to work something into my life and I'm trying something for the first time, I get clues from my successes, but I also get more clues from my failures. So I had this great opportunity from my failures to be like, all right, I, I could have gone two ways. I could have turned around and been like, 
Michelle, you suck. Like, how you, this is what you do for a living. You literally could not get your ass to the gym on New Year's of all times. Like, come on. If you can't do it now, when can you do it? I could have totally gone down that rabbit hole. And I'm not going to lie. I think I did initially. Uh, but then I was like, but okay, but why am I not doing it? There's got to be a reason. Well, it doesn't feel good. Of the three, it doesn't feel good. Why doesn't it feel good? Well, I'm looking at it as a chore. How can I look at it differently? I, I feel like, you know, how, how can I attach something positive to it that I actually really want to do? And that's how you want to look at your resolutions. You're getting clues, positive and negative, all day long, but you want to take a second to listen to them. Now, with that also, and this is where I want to dive a little bit deeper than I did when I was talking about this in my groups, is we have what, what's called limiting beliefs. And limiting, limiting beliefs are these little subconscious lies that we tell ourselves that prevents us from doing things. And I want, you, I want to challenge all of you to be very conscious of your subconscious thoughts, if that makes sense, or be very conscious of your thoughts around your resolutions are go because you'll notice you'll have feelings you'll notice you'll 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 say things to yourself and when you bring that to your conscious when you say them out loud you'll realize some of them make no damn sense right and then when you kind of look into that you get even more clues um and some of them are just flat out mean and why would you want to listen to yourself if you were mean like before you know i was like oh my gosh michelle why can't you get your to the gym this is literally what you do for a living like why like what what is wrong with you um that's not very nice and i would never talk to somebody like that and if somebody outside of me talked to me like that i probably wouldn't listen to them but we do that all the time sometimes though if you listen to your subconscious thoughts they're not even logical so uh, an example of this is you know i noticed that when i was trying to like toy with the idea of of going to the gym this morning um you know, my fiance was around. Now he's a personal trainer. He exercises all the time. It's not a thing for him. He like, it's just like, just freaking do it already. So I found myself thinking, cause I was paying attention to it, which this makes no damn sense, but it was still a weird thought in my head. Well, I don't want him to see me go downstairs and go to the gym because then he's going to be like, oh, well, here she is. She's getting into a new, a new routine. Well, she never fails. She always fails these routines when she tries. Like this is just another he just does it, right? So I, which this really doesn't make any sense. I found myself thinking to myself, well, I don't want him to see me go downstairs and go to the gym because then he's going to be like, oh, good. She's getting into an exercise routine and then I'm going to inevitably fail at it and then disappoint him because he knows that I want to do this, but I never follow through with it. So I don't want to, I don't, I'm not going to go because I don't want him to see me go. And then he's going to think that I'm a failure. And that makes literally no sense. And I know that, but I hear my clients do this all the time when it comes to food and nutrition. Um, you know, an example could be, I don't want to go to the party because if I go to the party and, you know, people notice that I lost weight, then they're going to notice inevitably when I gain weight. So I'm just, I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it now. I'm just going to gain the weight back right now. You know, like, and again, none of these things make sense, but we do them all the time. And if you pay attention to it, you'll realize some of these thoughts make no sense or some of them maybe make sense, but they're, but they're mean and, and, and you're never going to respond to that. So I want you guys to all think about what limiting beliefs, what conversations are you having with yourself? Because they say, which is true, where thoughts go, energy flows. I think that's a Tony Robinism, which you, I love him. If you guys don't already know that. Um, and all of a sudden these thoughts kind of poison your mind. And it's like, it's like one little drop of blood in a pool of water it spreads and then all of a sudden the whole pool is 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 tainted you know and and that's how negative thoughts can take place too so a lot of these negative thoughts are are giving us clues but if you don't listen to them and you don't look at them as clues and your expectations are not um doable then you're completely setting yourself up for failure so 
I hope you guys take a lot away from from this in my experience. Um, pay attention to your clues, positive and negative, and those clues will lead you down a path where you can be very successful with any habit, nutrition or otherwise, that you choose. Listen to your subconscious thoughts. Pay attention to those subconscious thoughts. Are they positive? Are they negative? Do they make sense? Are they mean? Would you give that advice to your daughter or your friend? If not, you need to start rewriting the script. And I noticed a lot of people really, really struggle with this whole concept of mindset around food and nutrition and health for a number of reasons. We were kind of conditioned to think negatively about it. And I noticed, you know, with my clients that, you know, we would always have a bunch, probably more more who had this problem than not, who were unable to kind of move forward with our program because of their mindset. Their mindset was preventing them from being successful at our or any nutrition program. So I created this course that I am so excited to share with you guys. We do have it on a special deal for the next week if you're listening live and we will offer it again. But if you go to nutritionmish.com slash mindset, you'll be able to get our diet rehab course. That's what we're calling it, diet rehab mish mindset course. And it's meant to reprogram and rewire your brain so that you think about health and nutrition and all of this in a way where you can really make forward progress and it the whole it, it seems more positive and you have a good relationship with food. It's meant to do all those things. We've been we've been having it in beta all last year. It's been really, really incredible. We've been able to share it with a bunch of people, people who, you know, have been in Overeaters Anonymous, people who, uh, you know, this has been a lifelong struggle for them. They have been able to be in a position where they could actually, like, for the first time in their life, control their eating habits and make changes. So I wanted to share this program with you. Um, the deal we have going on now, it's over $1,000 worth of value that you're getting for, like, half that. So um, definitely go to nutritionmish.com slash mindset and check that out. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you liked this episode, please subscribe. If you liked it, give us five stars. If you didn't, don't give us less than five stars. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I can't wait to uh, to have this 2020 year with you guys. We're on a great journey here. And um, I look forward to hearing about all of your successes moving forward. All right. Have a great start to the year. Enjoy listening to your New Year's resolutions. And I will check you guys out next time.